When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of the Hot Stove Show. On the uh, Mattress Direct program, Dan, today, we got breaking news. We got news left oh, and yeah. right here today. First uh, of all, the news is you set this all up. That is, that's the biggest you surprise of the day. That's really the biggest surprise. Job. Well, you're a gentleman, sir. I went back uh, to my KOMU roots. I still have Gangster Pete on my phone, though, so I, I didn't complete all the tasks. This is now really been, well done. He's been disconnected. But we are in the uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling Studios in Jupiter, Florida, yeah. and there is news today. I mean, it's coming left and right. Carlos Martinez news with the Cardinals, and then here within the last Jeff Passan reporting yeah. uh, that Nolan Arenado and the Colorado Rockies have agreed to what Passan reported, Dan, was eight years, 255. Ken Rosenthal saying eight years, 260. Bottom line is somebody that I think – uh, a lot of Cardinal fans loved the idea yeah. of it's not going to be happening. Yeah, yeah. You were a—I mean, who couldn't be? You loved watching him play. I love watching yeah. him play. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're talking now. So if uh, my math is correct, what we're thirty-one, thirty-two million dollars a year correct. annual average salary. Uh, the reports also mentioned that it's an opt-out after three years. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's correct in that deal. So I, I was just skimming. Uh, very quickly of of what that could mean. I think it's great for baseball, by the way, um, when you have a uh, a franchise player, iconic player, that would stay with one team uh, potentially for his entire career. Um, I was talking with an agent down here the other day, and we were talking about um, the potential of a player that is a uh, bona fide star, which is clearly the, the case with Nolan Arenado or a Bryce Harper or Albert Pujols or Manny Machado. And what it means for an iconic star in today's day and age of baseball, really any sport, Tim, to, to stay with one team and their marketability. And I've always said from the day that Albert left, I felt even though he was going to L.A., I felt though his marketability was less going to L.A. as it was um going uh, or not going to uh, L.A., but staying in St. Louis. Louis. I just think there's something to that in this day and age of when you have the the ability to jump. um, And I get it. Free agency is the big ticket and you earn that right to do that as a as a player um, in all sports and go earn your dollars. And I get it. I mean, it'd be hard to turn down that money. But, man, to be able to stay and be an iconic figure in the town, whatever the uh, town that may be. Um, but man, to be able to stay in that town and be the iconic franchise figure of that era, Nolan Arenado is, is going to do that. And now we've seen here in, in less than a week, um, one player signed for 300 million. And if the reports are true, now another signed for 260 million. Right. Um, I think it maybe calms the waters a little bit about 
what we're hearing with owners not spending money. What it also tells me is that they're spending money on the big players. They're willing to spend money on the young up and coming players. But right now, where are the middle tier players going to go? You know, those guys that are that used to say, well, I'll get the two year eight million dollar contract because I'm a middle reliever. And that's not happening. Those guys are getting X'd out of the game. So that's something as the current labor agreement will expire. I'm sure that'll be handled. Um, How it gets handled, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. I have my own ideas. But uh, that's something that I think will be addressed in the upcoming labor agreement. But as it pertains to the Cardinals, as a fan, disappointing because I think the Cardinals would have made a run at them. But for baseball, probably a good thing. So Arenado going to stay in Colorado, eight years, 255, 260. And as Dan just said, uh, in skimming Ken Rosenthal's reports, uh, a three-year uh, out clause. Potentially, yes. If that would be something that he should so desire. But either way, that was a guy that a lot of people were keeping an eye on. And now yeah. he will be off the market. Bryce Harper still out on the Aren't market. are you sick of that? I just want it to be over because I want to be able me. to kind of eulogize the whole thing. And I, don't, I really don't know what's going on. Because my perception, and this is this is what's going to be interesting about it, is that it's the Phillies and the Phillies negotiating against anybody else, and so I feel like Boris is coming up with, oh well, the Dodgers might do something. Where's the leverage in order to get exactly? Because if they're negotiating against themselves, then they're just going to go here. Here is the deal. If he wants a ten-year deal, it's only coming from our franchise. You know, the the Nationals were in town. Um, we did the three games uh, over the weekend. On Fox Sports Midwest. That's so good. Thank I you. didn't see it coming. That's, well, you did. I just slide that one in there. <laughs> um, and our next telecast will be Saturday. I like that. I like that a lot. Thanks. <laughs> I really enjoy the morning after. Um, and that's a new one I had to add to it. <laughs> that was a nice um, And so we were talking to some of the people with the Nationals. And, you know, the Washington Post, Tim, reported it with Harper that the deal was there for $300 million at the end of last season. Right. You know? And so they believe that that deal was there and it's been pulled off, the, not necessarily pulled off the table. They've said the Lerner family, the owners have said, well, there's a, you know, we never say never kind of thing. We'll leave a small sliver of it there open to maybe negotiate. But they went out and, and said, hey, if you don't want it, we're going to go out and spend money. And I, I started looking at where they spent the money. They gave $160 million pitcher on a contract. They gave uh, money to a couple of catchers that are very good, one being an all-star. They went out inside Matt Adams. Um, they have other guys that they need to give money to, like Anthony Rendon is going to come up, yeah. and he's been already saying, hey, I'm open to an extension. I really like it here. That's going to cost a lot of money. He's a great player. So they went on and just said, we're going to move on. Right. Um, so that door probably is closed for $300 million. Again, you never say never. Um, they Certainly s- unlikely, though. We would, I think everybody would agree with that. Scherzer is going to come up at some point again. They spent a ton of money on him. Now, he's going to be at the latter stages of his career, but if you want to extend him, that's something to think about. You know, <laughs> where's the leverage? Right, that's the thing. That's you what I'm, That's why I'm so... I can't wait for it to be over, and I can't wait to see Sick what it, it winds up being and then going, okay, well, here's where the market has been set for it, but I just don't know who else is in the mix for a 10-year deal outside of the Phillies unless there's something flying under the radar. Um, with regard to the Dodgers? I've been thinking about it like, do you, do you say, well, we, we took less years or fewer years and got a lot more money. Okay, it was, you know, you had $40 million a year. Okay, great. But really, I think he was looking for a bigger payday, yeah. maybe the, for the whole, and it just isn't there. Yeah. I mean, and, and we'll find out more. I mean, believe me, the agents will talk. 
That's what happens. Teams will probably talk. That's what happens privately and maybe not go on the record, sure. but that'll come out. Yeah. And, um, and, and clearly these agents are going after each other and one wants to set the bar higher than the other. Um, and it's just as a fan, that's of, what I think is going on, by the way, that's uh, no exactly question. what I think is going no on. No question. The Phillies are like, we're not doing it. And then Boris is like, oh my God, we might not be able to get the 300 million. It, and now I look bad for turning down the nationals deal. And Lozano got me on the Machado deal. And as a fan that's of the theory. game and you're a fan of the game and many of the people watching and will listen to this are fans of the game. Uh, I'm soured on the situation. Yeah. It, it, it kind of bothers me a little bit. I'm bored by it. I really don't care anymore unless the Cardinals would get involved and then I'd be very interesting. <laughs> um, but right now, I'm just kind of soured by it. And as the Cardinals are going, and the big news with them is Carlos Martinez. Absolutely. So we started with Nolan Arenado just because that just broke here within the last uh, 10, 15 minutes. Jeff Passan of ESPN reporting that. Your questions are welcome. The Triad Bank viewer line, it is directly to my left. Somebody just asked, uh, who is Arenado's agent? Do you know that off the top of your head? I don't. Is he a Boris or Lozano guy? I do not believe he does. Uh, so uh, we will uh, see if we can do some diligence on that over the course of the broadcast. Triad Bank is the sponsor of our viewer chat line. Whether you're watching on Facebook, whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're watching on Twitter, we see them all and we answer your questions, as many as we possibly can, so feel free to post those. Triad Bank is online at triadbanking.com. Jim Regna his incredible staff that's where we bank it's where we recommend you bank they are just to the northwest of the intersection of clayton and Lindbergh and frontenac it's triad bank st louis is taking care of st louis business online at triadbanking.com so carlos martinez news has been negative really since the the cardinals uh, started up here within the last couple of weeks last week you had mike schilt and martinez talking about being shut down until march 5th Today, Mark Saxon of The Athletic got the concerns going when he said, I just saw Carlos Martinez. His arm is in a sling. Derek Gould, who you can hear regularly on Scoops with Danny Mack, reporting uh, Carlos Martinez' arm being in a sling doesn't necessarily mean something horrible because he might have gotten PRP when he visited Dr. James Andrews yesterday in Pensacola. As it turns out, Dan, that is the case. Right. But now the Cardinals are still pushing him back even more, and people are starting to wonder what they are going to do with him. Uh, you talked about loving the idea of him in the bullpen in the first place a couple yeah. weeks ago, and now at this point he's I've not even an option season. for the rotation. Mike Schilt saying this morning that the rotation as of now is Michaelis, Waka, uh, and uh, Lynn, not Lynn, Wainwright, and who would the fourth be? Who am I missing the obvious fourth one here? Well, let's see. Michaelis, Waka. Um, Wainwright, and Flaherty. And yeah, then there's Flaherty. One, and then there's one spot uh, that, that is TBD. Well, I think there's a couple spots. In the rotation? Well, I think there's a lot of things up for grabs. Oh, wow. I, I think there's some thing, There's a lot of things. There's some moving parts here. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is good. Now, what do we got? I like this. You kind of caught for me sure. off guard with the Martinez thing two weeks ago. I'm going to be caught off guard right here. What do we well, got? Well, I'm, I'm just saying that I, I think, you know, I think today's a, let's see where Adam Wainwright is. I think that's, let's see where he's at. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think that there's, I think he needs to see where he's at. I think the Cardinals want to see where he's at. I think the bullpens have been very good, but let's see where he's at. Um, let me give you some. I'm going to go. I'm going to jump around here right now. Um, and that's what spring training is for. Number one, I have been saying since day one, and and our. I'll go back to when we were sitting on top of that stage at your brother's improv, improv shop. shop with Mozelik. Yeah, and I said. Um, Carlos Martinez, to me, was a closer. I, I wanted to see him as a closer, and let's advance the story from the news that we got this morning. Um, I, I don't see any conceivable way that he is on an opening day roster. So when he comes back, you're going to have a rotation in, in place. 
Um, I, I would imagine maybe the best place to, to move him or advance him or get him on a roster if he's healthy is in a bullpen. That's my guess. I don't know that for a fact. We'll know more next week when he comes back. So where are we at as a Cardinal fan base and as the Cardinal media? And this is just me kind of observing yeah. and watching. And I, I'll be honest, I, I do try to read a lot of different things. I try to talk to more people than I read because I don't want to formulate my opinions based on what I read. Um, and that's how I do it. I observe on the backfields and I really observe at what I watch over the weekend. I watch Ryan Helsley and you know how high I am yeah. on Ryan Helsley as is the president of baseball operations. Well, and how high have I been on him? Yeah. I have been, yeah, it's been your guy. That's this been is my your, guy. And Ricky actually said, I don't know if you watched the games, uh, over the weekend on Fox sports Midwest. I like that one. That was my Thank favorite you. one so far. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Ricky actually asked if I wanted to be his agent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you, are you going to branch off? No, but I did ask Ryan if he wanted me to be his agent. He said <laughs> no. But um, I did tell him that story <laughs> on the, the air. Score. Well, I did say before he came in, I said, for fans that are watching, this is the guy to watch for me. Um, and he did nothing to disappoint. He had 100 on the gun. Uh, he has been a starter primarily in the minor leagues. But I'm telling you, Tim, and, and just follow me here for those that are listening and watching. Um, now with Martinez down, it, it, it now opens up the door for different things to happen, both rotation and for um, the bullpen. It was hard. And look, I get it. We're in late February. A lot of things can happen here in the next month. But we are a month now away from the season, a month and a couple of days. Um, when he went out there and he's going to throw tomorrow and he hit 100 on the gun and there were some major leaguers I believe he faced, but there were some minor leaguers, granted, he was blowing people away. Really? I mean, it was a man among boys on some of those at-bats, and it caught your attention. John Mosellock said that. I talked to Mike Schilt privately about it, and he said, yeah, it, it was different. It caught our attention. Uh, granted, it was one time out. Now, he may go out tomorrow and get knocked around, and then, you, you know, it brings back you know, brings you back down to earth. But you do make first impressions. There are some guys that go out there that are eight-year veterans, nine-year veterans, 10-year veterans, and the first time they go out, they look terrible, and you just go, so what? Right. Sometimes it's two weeks. Sometimes it's three weeks, and they look terrible, and you go, so what? And then they go out and hit 330. Um, so I get all that. But believe me, he caught the attention of some people. So my point is, there are certain guys that when, and it, let's just say, for argument's sake, he continues to do those kind of things and progresses on what they want him to do with, so he, th he throws some things up in the zone and they want to get him down on some things, work on some pitches, you know, he could force his way onto a roster. You don't know that. Now, he's a starter right now. Maybe they say, can you adapt to the bullpen? Maybe that's something to look at. Mm -hmm. So that's something I'm saying. Okay. Um, Hudson right now, he's, he's slated to start. Now, here's a guy that has been really effective as a bullpen guy because of his sinker. So if you were thinking on paper going into this camp, well, maybe he's your sixth inning guy or seventh inning guy, and you've got runners on base, you pull a starter, he gets you a ground ball, that's a double play. Well, let's look at his resume. PCL pitcher of the year. Pretty good, pretty good starter, right? Mm -hmm. Well, with Martinez being hurt, maybe he's a starter now. You don't know. Yeah. Maybe they like the idea of a lefty in the rotation. Gomber's pretty good. You know, you've got a bunch of lefties right now in the bullpen. Now, as Mo was saying to me over the weekend, he doesn't necessarily look at Miller as being, well, I need two or three lefties in my pen. He looks at Miller as kind of being lefty or righty. So take him out of that equation. Okay. Where's Chase and Shreve? Where's Brett Cecil right now? 
we don't know. Um, the, the St. Louis kid uh, that that struck out the side over the weekend that's trying to make this team and is uh, I should Tommy Lane. Lane. You know, he gives you a different look because he's throwing, you know, 89 to 92, but he throws a ton, a ton of strikes and he's got major league service. Does he force his way on the team? So I'm throwing a lot of things out at, at people. And again, you know, we are so early in the game. I get it. But let's see how Wainwright looks today. Would he be best served in the bullpen? We don't know. Right. You know, he could be a great weapon out there or he might be a great weapon in the rotation. So we just don't know. Alex Reyes, by the way, threw um, on the backfields. Live BP yesterday, and Derek Gould was talking with people and just in awe of what they were seeing. And so were others. And Mike Schilt actually was on in in center field and laughing. Not at the players, but he was cackling like, oh, oh, like, Uh uh, did you see that? Uh Like, holy smokes. I think he may force his way onto this team. Like, what else can he do? You know, Uh he's done rehabbing. He's not a Memphis pitcher. You know, if you're going to if he what's the point if he's going to continue to throw, why waste, in my opinion, why waste those bullets at Memphis when he could be doing it in St. Right, Louis? Right. I really believe that yeah. um, maybe my mindset is wrong because he gets so amped up in St. Louis. You don't want him to waste that. I, I don't know. Um, so all those things are going to be answered, but there's a lot of unanswered questions as we go forward. So my takeaway from what you're saying on this is, and it's a weird spot, and I don't want to downplay it, and if my read is wrong, tell me, but whereas perhaps in previous years, news of a guy perceived to be your one or two starter having the issues Carlos Martinez is having is not as detrimental to this particular organization because you see a variety of options, and we're not just talking about one. You're yeah. talking about a variety who may be better yeah. out of the gate as it is. Yeah, and and they're they're starting all these guys as starters now with a purpose that because of things like this, that if you had to make these guys starters, they could stay that right. way. So they're being stretched out right. properly. And if these guys need to go to Memphis. Let's say Daniel Ponce de Leon, who did not look good, um, and I don't put a lot of stock in it. Like, I put a lot of stock in Helsley. That was that was head and shoulders yeah. difference. He had a rough outing on he Sunday. He did have a rough outing, yeah. but, um, you know, I'm just using Daniel as an example. If he needed to be in Memphis, he could He if he needed to go there. Or he might make the club. But these guys are being used as starters now, um, and they're going to have to, by the way, because they have so much depth in pitching, they're going to have to maybe go on the backfields and throw simulated games, those kind of things. They do have some split squad games. I think they have one coming up to where they can kind of do double, you know, one guy starts here, one guy starts at night. Um, so those things are going to happen here at the at the tail end of this week, starting with that. Um, but Mike Maddox told me, I think it was yesterday, he said, Dan, I, in my years of being a pitching coach, I've never seen the depth that we have pitching-wise that we currently have. And that's why the Cardinals – uh, are in a pretty good situation, even when you do lose what could be a really good weapon in Martinez. And, you know, don't shut the door on him. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. I know everybody, oh, yeah, right, Holder. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fox Sports Midwest. Um, I had to throw that in there again. But <laughs> let's just it. pump the brakes and see what happens. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. Triad Bank viewer chat line, whether you're watching on Facebook, whether you're watching on Twitter or YouTube, we see all of the comments. They're right here. They're on this little restream thing. That's where I see them. Uh, and you're welcome to uh, post the questions, and we will attempt to answer as many as possible. Uh, we are in the Design Air Heating and Cooling Studios in Jupiter, Florida. Design Air, our sponsor of the studios on the Hot Stove Show 
Presented by Mattress Direct, Design Air is online at designairservice.com. Dan has had them at his home. I have had them at mine, and we recommend them wholeheartedly to you, the viewers and listeners of this program online at designairservice.com, the number one train dealer in the Midwest. It's hard to stop a train. Dan, what is the over-under date uh, when the first free dotum reference will be made on air? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Uh, I didn't expect that. I went to the bottom of the page, and I wouldn't have weaved that in. You see that, Dan? That was I do. I think that's bad hosting on my part, to be real candid with you. I'm not in March shape yet. I think I really come into my own in March. Yeah. And, and I think if it's March, I think I ignore that. Uh, I think it's a valid question. But I think I'll it's a great question. Uh, it's from uh, Mike. I don't know if Mike wants his last um, name. Uh, usually, I run into uh, Denise and Dennis Dodum. Yeah. Really a wholesome family. I see them on the West Coast. They, yeah, they, you've seen them at Coors. Yeah, Coors Field. I, I think I've run into them at Dodger Stadium, also in San Diego. Normally, they take a West Coast trip. They do. V- very wholesome family. Uh, they like to take those trips out West. And I'll have to look, and maybe Mike can go ahead and look and see the Cardinals' schedule and answer this question. But when oh, the wow. Cardinals head out West... Usually it's a late night game when a lot of uh, family uh, back home are asleep. And uh, when Dennis and Denise are there, I get a nice note and it's handed to me by Jim Hayes sometimes. Or I just run right into Dennis and Denise and um, you see him on the concourse. Yeah. And I'm walking in. They pull me aside. We have a nice conversation. Introduce me to their son, Deke. And uh, Deke and I always have a beautiful conversation. And uh, it's a beautiful note, and I'll pass it along usually very late innings. <laughs> Maybe in the bottom of the ninth of a Padres game. <laughs> usually the score is out of reach, too. <laughs> Just got a nice note here. Uh, guys, I would take Kimbrell if he'd be interested in signing with us. Uh, that was the name that actually got Adam Wainwright the most excited of, of anybody. Yeah. Um, what do you think's going on with Kimbrell? Where do you think he winds up? What's going on there? The things I've read. about him unless you're like looking because Keichel's been doing some interviews. Obviously, Harper gets all the attention. What do you think? Um, I would love to see it because you become a dominant bullpen. Um, now, I, I mentioned before, I, I like to read a lot of things, which I do. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the Cardinals, I like to evaluate on my own to formulate opinions of what I see and then talk to Cardinal personnel. When it comes to league-wide news, I read because I'm not, you know, not a Rod Craig Kimball or his agent or, you know, his former teammates and that kind of thing. You know, initially, Tim, and I I bet you saw this. I mean, he was looking for a hundred million dollar contract and the game has changed for the one inning closer. He's not a multi inning closer. And that's why Andrew Miller is a valuable guy. So if you're talking from a Cardinals perspective or league wide perspective perspective, as it pertains to a guy like Andrew Miller. He can get righties and lefties out, not to say that Kimbrell can't, but multi-innings, right? That is a big deal. Mm. And if you're going to give a guy $100 million, and apparently he has come down from that, um, but he still wants a ton of money, the one-inning closer is just not going to get, from my understanding, that kind of money. And if you look at his numbers, somebody brought this up to me the other day. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, he's on a Hall of Fame track, He's dominant. He's amazing. Look at his numbers last year. He was almost unhittable. Um, And if you could add him into a bullpen that would include Andrew Miller, Craig Kimball, Jordan Hicks, potentially Hudson, maybe Carlos Martinez, how good would that be? be Maybe it lights out. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, That's what the Yankees have tried to build this offseason. I've been saying it for the last three or four years, kind of reading how the, the game is played where starters just don't go deep. And last year proved it. I think it's the shortest ever um, in terms of pitches 
and in terms of innings pitched on average by starters in the history of the game. They don't go six yeah, innings. Yeah. Um, it was something like five and a third or five and two thirds, and um, you better have a dominant bullpen, which then also takes me how the Cardinals look at this and their rotation. We don't mention a lot John Gant. John Gant can give you multi-innings, and he's being stretched out as a starter, and he's out of options. you got to have a guy that yeah. can give you the, the two or three innings sometimes to kind of give you a relief right, of the bullpen, right? right? And that's where it's so important, too, to have John Brebbia, John Gant, Dominic Leone, these guys that can, you know, that have the options of, of being, well, at least Brebbia and, and, um, and Dominic Leone to give you the option of, and those guys have options, literally, of going to Memphis or the big league club to give you a break with yeah. some of the other guys that are going to be called upon a lot. Yeah. The uh, the Triad Bank viewer chat line getting a lot of questions today. People are certainly paying close attention with this Carlos Martinez news. We also just talked about uh, Nolan Arenado at the outset. Um, Dexter Fowler, people always wanting to talk about uh, Dexter Fowler. Certainly Dexter Fowler, Bryce Harper, the two zeitgeist names in St. Louis this offseason. Probably a dumb question, uh, Don asks, but if Fowler struggles early, do they simply release him a la Ty Wigginton, or do they try to salvage anything with him over the course of the season? Well, I, they're going to give him every chance to, to make it. They're going to give him every opportunity to be the best player he can be. I think it's interesting how Mike Schilt is using him early in these games. Carpenter, Fowler, Goldschmidt. Yep. I talked about it with Derek Gould yesterday. I know you had a great conversation on your podcast, um, but sandwiching him between those two, and I think it's twofold. Number one, um, number one, flexibility with a switch hitter on a very right-handed hitting lineup. Number two, putting him to uh, between a guy that had 36 home runs as your leadoff guy and um, uh, what is a five or six-time All-Star in Goldschmidt. I mean, you're going to get a lot of yeah. good pitches to hit. And man, if he's right, um, that that could be a weapon. Um, his at-bats over the weekend, I know fans will say, man, he didn't look very good. I I took away some positives from the at-bats. What did you see? I, I saw him take pitches that he was chasing last year. I didn't see him nearly off as off balance. Um, I didn't see the hard contact. Now, it was two at-bats. Let's pump the brakes. It was February 24th or yeah. whatever it was. Um, so I'm really intent on how he's taking pitches because if you think about Carpenter Fowler in those two prime positions, and you go back to two years ago, remember it was going to be a Ledmus Diaz and Carpenter yeah. and Fowler, three guys that would take a ton of pitches an on base machine kind of thing. If Fowler can be that guy, that's what you're looking for. Um, and so I saw that a little bit from Dexter, which was better. The reports have been that he looks better at the plate. So let's let it play out. Let's see how it uh, let's see how it shakes out here in spring. The uh, the Fowler question uh, certainly one that we get quite often. You made reference to uh, to him being on the podcast, and and I was with your broadcast partner Jim Edmonds, and he said he's working with the outfielders. What a delight! It was a delight. Yes. And Jim said, you know, I got to say something about Dexter. He's like the first in line for all of the drills, and he goes, he's asking what drills we're doing the next day. He goes, he's really locked in this Good. spring that's great of course it doesn't matter if it doesn't translate to production but as far as an attitude goes uh that's certainly positive and he and mike Schilt get along very very well yeah it's great um let's see if goldschmidt and ozuna go to free agency then what happens now without nolan arenado being out there well, i don't know if the cardinals ever thought it was likely that they get our arenado because if he would have gone to free agency i don't know what team wouldn't have been interested in nolan arenado yeah um, you know, maybe I'll take it a step of further. The, the Padres, considering what they just did, 
go ahead. Well, am I interrupting too much? No, 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 no. I, okay. I like it. It's a conversation. Um, Cardinals are very high on these young kids that they have coming up position player-wise, and it's a couple corner infielders. So, you know, now, yeah, Arenado's, Arenado's gone, so you got to look ahead to the Nolan Gormans and some of the other guys that are not going to be here, you would assume, next year. But it's the year after, so stop gaps potentially. Um, and then as it pertains to Ozuna, see how the year plays out. You know, um, it's a big year for him personally. I think this is a big year for the Cardinals to find out what they have in Tyler O'Neill. Um, and and how many at-bats can you give them, and what kind of player do you have? And if Tyler O'Neill is the type of player that they think they acquired and as he is continuing to progress as the player that they hope he is, then that may ease the tension on whether or not you want to sign, re-sign Ozuna and then dedicate funds to other areas um, that that you see fit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wherever that may be, pitching, um, I don't know. I mean, you, you start thinking about it. But you do have an option on Carpenter, so that's a third-base position that maybe buys you another year until some of these young kids come up. Um, allocate the funds to, <clears throat> I don't know, you, you want to re-sign Michael Waka. Um, certainly Paul Goldschmidt would be somebody you probably want to re-sign if everything falls into – uh, into plan, and I've heard, by the way, Tim, nothing but like amazing things about him, both in the clubhouse yeah. and on the field, like amazing things. Yeah, I, uh, better and better and better. I, I'm sure you see all kinds of things that I'm not privy to seeing. But when I was waiting around in the clubhouse, a couple, it was, I guess, it was last week. It was after their first full squad workout. Yeah, and he's getting dressed, and Flaherty's sitting at the table where you know guys sit there and eat and hang yeah. out, and he goes over to Flaherty. And he said, hey, I noticed you were doing this with your pickoff move. This is what I like to do when I'm covering first base. Yeah. What what would you like me to do? And what does this mean when you hold your glove this way? And I'm just like, just this is little kind things. Of, I mean, it's the tiniest thing. But here's a guy who, you know, it's his first full squad workout. He barely knows Jack Flaherty. And oh, he goes yeah. over and does that as a 31, 32-year-old veteran. I mean, yep. that's... That's the kind of thing that I know fans love to hear those kinds of stories. I saw it with my own eyes, and I'm sure you're hearing many things like Did their first baseball talk, which is Mike Schilt, coaching staff coming in. They pick up little things, talk about the game. Here's a good thing. Here's a bad thing. Let's talk about it. First guy to speak, apparently, or at least one of the first guys was Paul Goldschmidt. Mm-hmm. Gets up, you know, and here he is in his first couple of weeks right. or days of you know, being a new organization. He's like, yep, got my two cents. Here's what I saw. Boom, 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 boom. And guys are just like, Wow. Yeah. You know, he just, he's one of those guys. He's not going to, he's certainly not going to be the loudest guy by any means, but he just has, he carries himself. You know, I remember I was talking with uh, Kyle McClellan, uh, KMOX, who's down here, of course, and was talking about leadership in the clubhouse from years he was a part of the team and then previous years. And uh, a lot of times it's not necessarily even the star players, it's just guys with the way that they carry themselves. Goldschmidt happens to check both of those boxes based on the, the, the very little we've seen. But Cardinal fans, I think, certainly are going to love them. Uh, let's see what other questions do we have here. Um, people ask about Keichel. Does the Martinez news this morning change that in any way? I My guess, based on how much you went into the depth of the rotation, that that doesn't change it. But I'll ask it anyway I, since people are asking. I think they they still look. Okay. I mean, I, I absolutely. I, I think you. What do you look. think he goes for? You kind of hit the nail on the head with the Arenado and on the years and the dollars. What do you think Keiko winds Man, up going I, for? Man, I don't know. Not that he comes to St. Louis, but that what he winds up going for. Thirty-one well, year old. I did look at this. Um, our buddy uh, Keith O'Brien, who works with 
us on Fox Sports Midwest. Um, we were talking the other day, and we tried to figure out the last, I guess Keichel is, what, 31 years old. Yep. The last 31-year-old lefty free agent that the Cardinals brought in was John Tudor. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a nice little fun fact. Yeah. I enjoy those kinds of fun facts. Um, we, we were trying to, we think we're right, but it was John Tudor, and, and he turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, he had a nice little second he half had to 85. Pretty, <laughs> he had a pretty good run. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you just find out where he's at, and I, I'm sure the numbers drop, and you, I'm sure he's saying, "Well, I want this," but you know, numbers are going to tell you what they, uh, what the analytics department comes in and says, "This is what we think he's worth," and um, and then Mo and his guys start crunching and see what they come up with. Uh, final thoughts are welcome. Get them in the Triad Bank viewer chat line. We'll answer one or two more, and then we'll sign off. And Dan and I will be back later on in the week. Dan will be on the Cardinals broadcast on. Fox Sports Midwest Saturday. That's Saturday coming up, absolutely, and you can stream it wherever you might be, like I do down here with Blues Games on the Fox Sports Go app. Uh, We are presented by Mattress Direct. We announced the winner last week of the Mattress Direct contest, Sarah Golden. Uh, Her and her uh, significant other are flying down here next week to experience Cardinal Spring Training, courtesy of Mattress Direct, our presenting sponsor. They're online at stlmattress.com. If you're looking for a mattress, support the local guys, Pat McKern and his great staff at Mattress Direct, the place to go, stlmattress.com. Dan, what are keeping an eye on during these first few spring training games? I believe that was supposed to be Dan. What are you keeping an eye on Mm -hmm. during these first few training games? What are you uh, watching when you're up in the booth or when you're over Um, there? Well, <laughs> eyes on the field. Of course. Yes. Of course. Uh, very nice, beautiful sunshine. Michael Jordan was in with he was. the theater on Saturday. That for was the interesting. Game. Yeah. Um, I've been interested, certainly on the young players. I, this is my favorite time to see the young guys yeah. coming up. Uh, the lefty bats. I want to see who emerges as a left-handed bat option off the bench. So Drew Robinson is... Just about to ask about him. What do yeah, you he's, he's off to a good start hitting. Uh, haven't seen him a lot in the field, but they've been giving him an opportunity off the bench, off to a good start, hitting the ball. Uh, Tommy Edmond has hit the ball. Max Strock has hit the ball. Uh, you know, not to say that the latter two are going to make this team, but Drew Robinson is the guy they acquired sure. from Texas for Patrick uh, Wisdom. So I want to know, as a left-handed option off the bench, uh, what player might that be? And by the way, that left-handed option might be Jose Martinez. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they might just say, hey, right-handers up. Our best option off the bench is Jose Martinez. Yeah, yeah he just hits him so well that, that yeah. we're going to go with this guy. Yeah, because he just can flat-out hit. Yeah. One final question. Let's make sure we get one more in. Given injury history, why should St. Louis count on Reyes versus looking at anything as found money? I'm not sure I follow the second part of that, but regarding the injury history, certainly I, 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 I could find myself – the same way, you know, like I read and I, I listen to what Derek yeah. said to you and, and I read what Derek wrote in the Post-Dispatch and about Schilt, like cackling about how just like it was just nuts, the video game reference. And it's like, yeah, it's so exciting. I'll my chances. But we've been here before and it's like I, it, it subliminally tempers my excitement on Reyes because I'm like, until I see it consistently in the big leagues, I just feel like it's going to be like this, you know this potential that we might not have realized because of his injury history. How do you, how do you view it? I'll take my chances. Yeah. I mean, what do you want them or not? I mean, I'll take my chances. (laughs) I'm not looking to place them on waivers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Guy got hurt. You got to roll the dice. 
You I'm, know, and I'll pull, just personally, first off, he's such a good guy, as I know you know, because you, yeah. you're around all these guys he's all a great the time. Kid. But then what he's dealt with off the field, yeah, I mean, both with what he had to deal with with Tommy John and Shoulder, I mean, my God. Yeah. Uh, it's a hell of a story. It is. And his daughter. And, yes, that's what um, I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and the, the other thing is, is there are, I'm not saying it's, it's you know, Dallas Keuchel or Craig Kimbrell or whatever starter you want to throw out there, but I'm going to take my chances. But there's some fallbacks there with Gomber and and potentially he might be in the rotation. But right. you know, there's other guys that have come up and 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 at least there's fallbacks there that again, I'm not saying it's the number one ace of somebody's staff, but they have fallbacks. But I'll take my chances with Alex Reyes. Yeah. I mean, and if he's healthy, man. When are they? Did you, have you heard when they are going to give him a start? I know I you said not. yesterday he wants to get a start. You got to think it's coming soon. You did mention there's some split squad games, so you're a month away. Yeah, I mean, at some point he's got to get soon. on. A, yeah. yeah, he's got to get on the uh, on the train. Uh, so you can catch it on Fox Sports Midwest this Saturday, the Fox Sports Go app. If you miss it, Dan and I will be with you two times a week here from Jupiter, Florida, the Design Air Heating and Cooling Studios, and the Triad Bank viewer chat line is always welcome. You can email me at tmcurnanandinsidestl.com. If you want questions asked in advance when you can't watch live and you can listen to us on Scoops with Danny Mac or the Tim McKernan Show on iTunes or wherever you may podcast. For everybody here on the Hot Stove Show presented by Mattress Rec, thanks for watching and we'll talk to you again on Thursday.